What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Screenshots, the drinking game movie podcast. I want to have a big shout out to Benny Elman. Yes, sir. He helped yes, us sir. get free tickets to an early screening of The Flash, and we want to do a non-spoiler review right now. We are still going to do a full review when the movie comes out with spoilers, but for right now, just non-spoiler. So I want to send the question over to Johnny. What's it about and what's it making? What's it about, right? This movie, The Flash, has been 25 million years in the making. It's always it's been through like 15 different million. directors and a bunch of stuff. So it's always been a shit show. So the fact that this movie is getting you know good uh, word of mouth is actually pretty surprising and kind of mm-hmm. remarkable. Especially after one of the biggest bombs of the you know the, the DC's Bro. career, so um, the Flash Barry Allen uses his super speed to change the past, but his attempt to save his family creates a world without superheroes, forcing him to race for his life in order to save the future. And what's it making? It's not making anything right now, but it will be making something in three weeks. And what will it be making in three weeks? We don't know, but I did a project projection prediction. There you go. Uh, which may or may not be out yet. So if you can click the link to that video. Yeah, when it's ready, I'll put it in the description for you to click. If it's not there, wait a couple of days and we'll have it up. And it might be the most accurate prediction because it's the only prediction on the internet you can see that was made by somebody who saw the movie. Boom. 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 Killed it. Killed well, it. First try. Anyway, so this movie. It's so good. It's look. Fun- I literally said my word coming out of this was incredible. Incredible. They, like, literally, I think, like, this has to be one... DC, like, knocked this out of the park. I think this is one of their best movies, like, ever. Like, now that we've had a few days to sit on it... The DCEU, I would say. Even DC in general, I think this is, like, one of their best movies. I'm not going to say number one. That's a huge statement. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying it's number one. Yeah, but if you take out Heath Ledger's performance, it's not that good of a movie. It's like, get Christopher Nolan on the film. No, no, no. On the phone. I think, though, really, this is, like... A top, like, I'll, I'll give this, like, it's got to be in the top seven DC movies. Mm-hmm. I really, That's yeah. a strange number. I know, it's a strange number, but I don't want well, to go too low on the top ten. For me, the, the, the production designer said, um, you know, this movie's so good it'll make you forget about Ezra Miller's crimes. And before the movie, I was like, dude, there's no way they're bringing Ezra back for another movie. Like, he's done after this. Yeah. And then I saw the movie, I'm like, ah, come on. <laughs> no. Keep him, just keep him. Because the, the dilemma is that Ezra Miller's a criminal, but the thing is, he's... Absolutely fantastic in this movie. Twice. Uh-huh. He's doubly fantastic in this movie. Yeah, they're yeah. playing uh, two characters, I believe. Yeah. Barry 1 and two Barry characters. 2. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys like that? So now like- he truly is they. <laughs> yeah. There's two of them. That's actually, that's a good joke. That's actually pretty funny. Um, but no, I, I, I don't, if he, he's a criminal, so, so kind of fuck him. I hope he either gets the help he needs or he fucking does time. I don't fucking give a shit. But the movie itself, removing him entirely of his crimes, is fucking fantastic. It is such a good movie. I remember when we saw it in that theater. Holy shit. It was like, listen, I don't know if it's appropriate to compare it to Endgame or anything like that, but that was the level of energy in that theater. It felt like a No Way Home event. It was incredible. I was going to say, it's, an, yeah. it's a very No Way Home level Without movie, being derivative, like, I don't... I didn't feel like I was watching any parts of No Way Home, uh, like, again. Like, it felt yeah. like a fresh take on it. And the prem- I think this premise for the movie, like the premise I just read out before, yeah, I think might be, like, one of the best comic book movie premises. Because a lot of them recently have been like, oh, there's a villain, and he needs a thing, and we gotta go get him before he uses it. But this, it's such a unique premise where, like, it's inherently introspective of Barry Allen's character. Like, the fact that he has to go back into the past to save his mom or whatever, it... It is complete. The, the plot is completely tied to Barry Allen's char- character, except for like mm. Quantum Media, where it's just like, I'm in the quantum realm and I can shrink and yeah. grow and nothing has to do with right. me. It's so it, like it, it's so it's so well done and it explores it explores the premise to its fullest extent and it explores Barry Allen's powers to its fullest extent as well. It was so in, it because in an age where superhero movies you have like Shazam, who's basically Superman, 
Mm-hmm. And all you see him do in the movie is just like kick Helen Mirren into <laughs> concrete, and it's like I'm Superman. Like do something else. Like every why does everything feel so contrived with these powers? Yeah. The Flash, it feels like he's you're, you're. It's just in this amazing sandbox where he it, can do anything with his powers. It, yeah, yeah. It, it feels like the um, the craziness of the movie, whether it be um, the actual plot stuff that th- that blew itself out of the water or his powers, or anything, that all felt secondary to Barry's actual story. So it didn't feel like when you watch Quantum Mania, it's like oh, the point of the story is that. They're in a new world, and there's a, there's Kang, and there's shit going on. Like, wow, whereas it should have been about Ant Man, right? In this movie, in the Flash, there's all this shit going on, but it still feels like it's about it's, Barry. It's, That's it's the, the thing. Flash. I yeah. remember Benny and I were saying the biggest word we had going into it. And don't get me wrong, I love I love that this guy's in it. I love that how all these other characters are in there, of course. But our biggest concern with this movie going into it was: is this going to be a Flash movie, or is this just? No way home, or like it's like right. an end game, yeah. the DC version, and I this was very much a flash, hundred percent a flash movie, one hundred percent. It's like Michael Keaton's there, big character, but the story I felt like he didn't detract from Barry. He's a proper, he's a proper supporting character, just like uh, exactly Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne, exactly, and that's the thing. And it's like, for example, Michael Keaton comes in, you would think that no matter what, Michael Keaton was going to overshadow everything. And it did no, like he really didn't. Here's the other thing he really didn't. about this movie is that let's say in a world where like James Gunn wasn't taking over DC and a world where Ezra Miller didn't uh, commit crimes or any, everything went perfect, they couldn't make a second one of these movies and have the same reaction because you were saying this how and you always say this how um, too much of these specific good things, which is a spoiler, so I'm not going to say, it, but too much of these like specific good things about. Uh, superhero movies, it's like too much candy. Oh yeah, like the multi, the, the multiverse so, concept. Yeah, so they, is you like could junk not food. make a second one and get the same reaction. So it's like it's kind of in a weird way a good thing that this is this is it. Right. This like, feels kind of like a great one-off type of superhero movie because, and you you guys have kind of dug into this already, but like. In a world where superhero movies have kind of, you could say, have become derivative, you know, people are getting fatigued in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Not literally of superhero movies, but like mediocre superhero movies. And I feel like we needed something refreshing. We needed something different. And this was as different as it gets, yet the quality yeah. was so fucking good. Yeah, and I think it's not, it doesn't, every, if you look at like comic movies, they they explore their, let's say they explore their premises to like, you know, two layers of depth. I feel like this, you get to like the bedrock bottom of the premise. Yeah. Like you, they're yeah. get, they're completely exhausting the story they can get out of it. And I really appreciated that. Let me ask you this. We saw an unver- unfinished cut of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, some of the CGI looks unfixable. Tell me if it does. There are some times where like the flash is just like in an action scene and he's just talking. And instead of filming Ezra Miller, they just like got, like a 3D rendering of him to talk. And it's like, why is that look CGI if it's just a guy talking? Yeah. yeah, no, I get that. I mean, here's what I'll say. I don't think the CGI is as bad as some other superhero movies that have come out recently. I think it definitely is better. And you know what I think helps it? Not everything was CG. Like, obviously, when he's doing, like, the time travel stuff, and I don't want to go too into it because spoilers, but when he's doing certain things, obviously, there's a lot of CG. But honestly, I think Andy Muschietti did such a great directing job. Like, this yeah. is a superhero movie with style. And I'm not going to go too far into it because, again, spoilers, but the opening fight scene, when you yeah. see, like, the first Fantastic. fight scene. I looked at... I well, looked it's not at even a fight scene. It's just, like, an action sequence. Yeah. That has... That uses... That 
has a it establishes a very unique rules and feeling yes. for a very like a flash. It almost felt like a flash video game. Like, oh, that'd be such a good premise. Like, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. And I looked at Johnny because uh, when we were in the theater, we had to get separated because they were like yeah, they were, first yeah. come, first come with the se- first come, first serve with there. the seats. So I'm looking at Johnny and I whispered to him. I don't know if you remember this. I'm like. I haven't seen a superhero movie get this inventive with fight scenes yeah. in terms of directing since like Sam Raimi with Spider Man. Like this was so also good and meticulous and unique. And also the th- the th- the thing that's similar with Sam Raimi Spider Man is just Peter Parker cannot catch a fucking break. Yeah, and in yeah. this, it's just like he's ju- you really get yeah. the sense that he's juggling so many things, and no matter how fast he can be, he can never do all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. That's, but I like how you said like the opening really explains exactly how things work in this universe. And they film things and, and, you know, they edit the CGI in such a way that we've never seen us. If you look at like the X-Men movies or you look at like any animated superhero things, we've never seen a speedster speedster be depicted running the way flash runs and what the world looks like around him while he runs. I, I was so impressed by that. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like, okay, that, that is cool. And there was a lot of things in this movie visually, like with the effects, that I'm like, how the fuck did somebody explain to somebody else what they wanted on screen for that to look as good as it looks? Right. There's, oh, yeah. It's crazy stuff going on in this movie. That's why I don't really want to shit on the CGI too, too much because like, yeah, there's it's a unfinished. lot of it. It's unfinished and there's so much inventive stuff that's yeah, so fresh and yeah, new yeah, that yeah, I would love to see. I'm not even talking see. about that stuff like when you're talking about the time travel. Like, I'm not even concerned about that. I'm concerned about, like, for example, the 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 when they duplicate Ezra Miller or Barry, there's two Barry Allens. When the camera's still, they can just film two Barry, they can just film Ezra Miller on this side of the camera, this side, like, yeah. and they splice together. So it looks fine. But then when the camera's moving, obviously they can't do that. So they had to use like whatever special technology they were using. And I, you can always tell which one is in the scene and which one they're yeah. pasting the face onto later. And, you know, I'm, I hope that they f- make it. F- Fix, they fix it so it's not that distracting, but sometimes it was very distracting. I would like I get to what you say mean, yeah. that I didn't notice that. Mm. So you, I don't know if you were looking for it or maybe it was like you were sitting, you were sitting in a better seat. Maybe I just couldn't tell. But if anyone's listening to this and they're concerned, they go, oh, fuck. Just know like Johnny noticed it. I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. So it might and be. And also it was, it was unfinished. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what they, and when, when the movie opened, what are those people? They were like, hey, thanks for coming in to watch it. By the way. Oh, that was Andy Muschietti and his producer. Wife. Yeah. And we're not, yeah. we're not done yet. All right. Enjoy the movie. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Movie regardless is good. But I wonder if they have enough time to fix what they wanted to do. Because they only have like a month left, right? Well, we well, have to remember this was shot was, at CinemaCon yeah. a few months ago. Okay. Meaning they at least had a few months to fix all the stuff. And also like they have a cut at CinemaCon. So, let's say CinemaCon was like what? In April? The beginning of April? They still have to get a cut of the movie and put it together yeah. before that. So like maybe a few weeks, like, you know. Gotcha. So, but also I think, because I liked Zack Snyder's Justice League. I think The Flash has done way better in this movie though. Like, especially his comedy. Yeah. Even in Justice League, I'm like, he's kind of annoying, isn't he? Yes. And his comedy yeah. But, dude, the comedy in this movie s- hits every time. It lands every time. It's fantastic. How yeah. Good. Like, there's one... And that's that's oh, a lot... Sorry. A lot of that goes to Ezra Miller. As I never... I didn't think he'd be that good of a comedic actor, especially after, like, seeing him in Zack Snyder's Justice League, but he's fantastic in this yeah. movie. I feel like this movie could... Like I said before, kind of, this movie could only exist in the timeline we exist in right now. Because there's no way if the DCEU still existed, we'd have all these shitty movies, and then this banger, and then it's they'd, miraculous. Yeah. And then this is good. They'd, this con- has, they'd continue no to make shitty movies after it. The production like, for this movie, it went through like three regime changes. 
Yeah. There was like who was who's involved. I remember Sam it, Raimi was rumored at one point. There was um the guys who did Spider Man Homecoming in the movie Game Night. They yeah. wrote a whole script well, that it was, apparently it was, Warner it was, Brothers liked it. It was Seth Graham Smith, and then then it was Rick Famuyiwa, and then it was Jonathan Daly and Francis Gold, whatever the names are. The guys who did uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And then it was Andy Muschietti. But I'm not even talking. That's just directors, and I'm talking about the regime changers. Kevin Sujahara was like the big... He was like running DC at that point, yeah. back in like Batman Superman and, and Justice League. And then they brought in Walter Hamada. And then they brought in James Gunn. Like, James Gunn was kind of near the end. But this is mostly yeah. a Walter Hamada like production type thing. But it's it amazes me that it went through three regimes and somehow came out of the end making sense. Yeah. Like, the way they make it makes... like. You want to know? You guys want to know something really weird? What you know when Ezra Miller was cast as the Flash when that was announced? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like fourteen. Twenty fourteen, a week after the Flash TV show came out, yeah, and that is. show just ended nine years later. Nine years, it like, had so a full nine run. fucking years. Yeah. yeah, in a full run, nine years. I remember when that when the, that was coming out. We're like, oh, we're having two Flashes at the same time, and technically we did because of Justice League. But like, yeah, it yeah. took like literally like nine years to get this thing. Do you guys going. think? Because I. When he's like, there's certain like the certain mechanisms of him running around, like the way that the you could see it in the trailer, like the way the world kind of distorts around him when he's running. I like that. Yeah. But the actual when they show him running, and he's like running at real pace. Yeah, and everything's like, it, going fast. I know it, you're talking. It about, always yeah. it always looks a little bit like wonky to me. Like in the Flash TV show, it looks terrible, obviously, because yeah. TV and the it's actors, TV. It's different. But yeah. also, like as you go through the TV, the actors get paid more, so they have less of an effects budget, so everything looks absolutely awful. But. In this movie, like I, I'm starting to wonder, like, is there a way to make that look good when yes. he's running? Like, because in the in the cartoons, they just make him all blurry, and I'm like, that works. But it, it might look weird in live action. You want to know what I, I would I do? do think, I do think I I like what Zack Snyder did. He was getting close. He was like finding something where like the faster Barry went, when you're at his perspective, like he would move slower. Like when he's running circles yeah, in yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League, and he's like, I can't hold this. Like he's almost going in slow motion. Because time is distorting because he's creating more mass by going faster. Yeah. And I really, really like that. But in this, it's like you're seeing like a guy run normally, and then he's just like going. It was It's strange to me. I wish I would. Maybe if there was a more like a. I like the way. I like the way the X-Men did it, where every time he was in in his like, when he was being fast, um, he would just move normally, and everything around would be slow. But when he had to go from A to B, it would just be a streak. Um, And when they filmed him running, he was in slow motion along with the surrounding. Um, they did that in the first movie that Quicksilver was in where they broke yeah. Magneto out of uh, prison. Right. When he was running around that room, he was also moving slow. Yeah. Right, I, also- I, do, I do like, though, how in The Flash, um, the way they distort or change the way his surroundings look, Good. I, think, I think that's more important than the way he actually runs. I know it's going to be goofy. Like, when he runs, I know that's a problem. we got to fix. I don't mind that. I'm, sa- I'm saying it just the actual, the optics of, like, him just running. Like, he's supposed to be going super fast, and you see him going fast. Yeah. But you don't see his actual legs aren't moving fast. Like, he's running. It's almost like it he's on weird. that. It's almost like he's on those walking escalator type things at yeah. the airport. Where he's running normally, but he's going way faster than he should be. Like it's, I don't. I, I like. I, I, I get what you mean. I think it's a stylistic choice, yeah. but overall, I think it worked. Again, yeah, it worked. I think Andy fine. Muschietti did great. There's been things up in the air that Andy Muschietti was supposed to do a Justice League movie, and that could still happen. I would love to see something like that. I want to see Andy Muschietti do another superhero movie. Oh, also, it's I think be, he hit it's, it out it's of the because park. I don't think I don't know the lore in Flash really at all. So yeah. someone's gonna yell at me, but 
I don't think it's that Flash is moving fast. I think it's that he controls the speed force. And yeah, so, the speed force moves so, him. Yeah, yeah so it, he probably wouldn't move faster anyway. It's just he that, would, yeah, he would because he, he, he's, he is actually moving faster. Yeah? Yeah. I, I figured like maybe it's, it's just the world around him is moving. No, that's the opposite. That's the reverse Flash. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. That is right. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's it go? What about like I was thinking? Of course, I'm right, Mark. Mm-hmm. So, what about like what do you guys think of like the actual cast of characters and the acting and oh, stuff dude, like that? I can't believe I th- we haven't talked about Keaton yet, dude. Un fucking he was so believable. He was so I get. I'm, I'm holding him here to hold me. Yeah, keep, keep me safe. He's got his keep Funko me safe. Pop. But uh, no, it was great seeing him back. Honestly, and I think like. I, this is in the trailer, so this isn't a spoiler. But unlike what they did with like Toby and Andrew, they really use the Batman theme, like his original yeah, theme. Na, na, na. Oh, d- it's so good. During all the cool scenes, and I'm like, you literally, you get the shivers yeah, up your bro. spine. Our audience was going like crazy, yeah, like yeah. cheering. And honestly, you could say that this was like he was a nostalgia push, and in many ways he was. But he worked in the plot. You know what? Way kind of like. I don't know if this is a spoiler, so you could cut this if uh, you think it is. Okay. The way I kind of look at him in this movie, it's kind of like, because I said, I don't, I don't know if you guys think of this like I did. I think I said this before uh, when we first saw the movie. This movie kind of gives me into the Spider-Verse vibes in terms of setup, like how like uh, like the two Flashes and everything. Like Flash kind of reminds me of Miles in that movie, and Michael Keaton kind of gives me like Peter B. Parker vibes. Maybe a little sort bit. of. Maybe I think the I way think, the way anything, they're, they're, they're in the movie, the... their role kind of in it, because he kind of comes off that way. Yeah, like, they come no, in at a right. similar time. They kind of have a similar type of like. I don't want to go too much into like their arcs. I think you're I mixing think, the character. I think John I think is about it would to be say, between the two Barry Allens. Yeah, I, that's way more. That's like it's exactly way more yeah, I can see that. Not only is it good, but the way that like the way they introduce and use Michael Keaton's Batman. Like every decision they made with him, I'm like, yep. Everything they did yeah. was good. They didn't make a single wrong decision they until didn't. the third act. What the fuck, bro? It's I crazy. know. Insane. Benny argued that you, he Benny felt I, you kind of you didn't it didn't need to be Keenan. It could have been any version of Batman, which I do understand that. But he I was do the most think impactful, though. well, that's what I'm saying. He was impactful, and I think like it's more of it could have been you. Te- okay, yes. Could you have chosen Christian Bale's Batman, or could this have been the Thomas Wayne Batman from Flashpoint? Yes, yeah, but, but I, I think this yeah, the way they specifically did it. I way it was a, it was a creative yeah. choice, and I think they used it very like they used it very right. well. And it also, very it's, it's Batman. Like you, he's interchange. Like the iterations a- of him are somewhat interchangeable because there's always going to be like an Alfred and the Bat. Like he's always going to be Bruce Wayne. He's always going to have like a like these guys. Like I don't understand. I mean, I guess I guess I know where he's coming from, but like, yeah, it's Batman. Like he, he you can interchange him, but I agree with you. But also, I think Bat he's the because this is a much bringing Bale in would be too silly for yeah, Bale. That'd be Bale's weird. Universe. It would be bringing, weird. apparently that was bringing, the backup. Bringing, if they couldn't get Keaton back. Bringing Michael Keaton in makes much more sense because he's he's much more silly. Yeah, yeah. Like so, he, he's a good. He looks like he's like fun that, to like work with. You know. So well, also, like it worked out. Can we say this too? The man is in his seventies, and that man could still kick fucking ass. I mean, his stunt oh. double can. Okay, no, he could. <laughs> you know, he's not actually Batman. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> he uh, what's it called? No, no. Okay, obviously it was his stunt double, but like obviously you watch the original Michael Keaton movies, and he's like in this big molded thing. He can only move. It's like the like, dumbest bat costume. Yeah, he literally can't yeah. move. Oh, I love neck. that. And I like how they actually like made like they really upgraded him. Where it's like, if we had modern technology, yeah, this is what Michael Keaton's Batman it would was, be like. It yeah. was weird seeing Michael Keaton's Batman do everything he did with a new idea of like what 
what he would what Michael Keaton has at his disposal at Batman. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, this movie is a 2023 movie, not a 19 whatever movie. Like we can right. see the difference, which it's, it is what it is. But there were a lot of um, obviously not spoiling it, but keep your eyes out. There was like a lot of Easter eggs. There were a lot of like, holy shit, that's a callback. Like that's cool. Yeah. Like there are a lot of things which again, like Johnny always says, it's a little too much candy sometimes. But in this movie, it works. In this movie, it's earned. Right. And it's this perfect. movie, this movie earns the multiverse premise. Yeah. Like Doctor Strange. No, it's it debatable. That ain't it a multiverse movie. This Kinda was sucks. a this right. deserves like Spider- the multiverse of Spider- madness. Hold title. on, Spider Man. Spider Man earns earns the multiverse because something like the multiverse where you can bring any character in at any time. It's like it's like eating dessert. If you have it for every single meal, it's not good for you. But it's good to have it every once in a while. You have to That's earn right. it. Yeah. So like Spider Man No Way Home, perfect example. Uh, Doctor Strange, I don't know. This movie definitely 100 percent earns it. And they actually, honestly, the way that their take on the multiverse, I think, was some in some ways was more interesting than. And Marvel. Well, I was going to say one thing I think that they did very well. I meant to mention this earlier. I like how compared to Marvel, they really set the rules very early on. I kind of felt like in Marvel, like, okay, no way home. Like the villain just kind of broke through. They didn't know much about it. But Doctor Strange, they didn't really set the rules of how the multiverse worked. And this one, it's like, okay, this is how it works. I got it. And they played with that. Well, Wait, I, holy shit. I forgot Michael Keaton was in No Way Home at. Or, no, he's not. No, no, he's no, in uh, yeah, Homecoming. He's, yeah, but I know. But Vulture. he's he's basically like in two multiverse. Yeah, oh yeah, because of Morbius. Because yeah. the Morbius post credit. So I forgot that he was in the Morbius post credit. No, no. we so need we need the Vulture yeah. and Michael Keaton's Batman Holy to go shit. at it. <laughs> you know, like I feel like what's going on with Marvel and DC. I think Marvel had so much planned ahead for the future, and then like. Endgame came, they're like, bro, what do we do now? And they're and they're still trying to figure it out. Whereas DC had no plans in the beginning and then had a plan towards the end, and now they're just not gonna be a thing. You know anymore. what? The, you know what? Should, are we doing uh oh, wait. ratings? Well let's let's I want to ask one more thing. Everyone kind of knows this because like everyone knows the DC like universe is rebooting. This yeah. is the movie to do it. Now that we saw it, and now that we are now heading into the new sort of era. Where Superman Legacy, Brave and the Bold, and all these are coming. How do you feel now about going into the new universe? I think it's hard to talk about that. It is. Not spoilers. It, well, well That's true, even, yeah. even without spoilers, though, because um, we just had two banger movies back to back Guardians, Guardians and, Flash. and Flash. And Flash is great. And yeah. James Gunn is like, yeah, it was a really good movie. And then I think also him being a fantastic uh, storyteller. I have, of course, my hopes up for the new DC universe, but it's upsetting that. We won't be able to get a movie like this again because a it'll be too much, and b we can't just copy right off the movie, right? So it, it's it's a little bit of sweet, but I do think the next uh, DC universe is going to be good. Um, it's just sad to see that we're not going to get a movie like this probably for a while. I hope Superman can't good. really. Yeah. This is like a one time deal. Yeah, you can't it really is. do this. Again. I was going to say can't. I feel like this this is what makes the movie special though, yeah. and why we have to like accept it on its own yeah. merit in that way. And I was thinking this too. Because you're bringing up Guardians, and I even think about that. We had Guardians. So, because the superhero movies have been on the uh, decline for a Oof. while, yeah. Guardians was a banger. This was a banger. And next week, we got uh, Across the Spider-Verse. And I, if that movie's really good, I'm thinking, like, the superhero movies might be picking themselves up again. Well, it might be too soon. Be. Until we see another uh, Marvel movie, and we see the beginning of the DC Universe, I, I, don't, I don't know if I could, you know, be like, yeah, they're, the they're back. the next DC movie? It's probably not to like Aquaman. Oh, oh well, no, right. not that. Apparently Aquaman's No, terrible. Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle. And a Blue Beetle is going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Well, it's going to be passable. I feel like they're not... I, I won't be able to have a, a final opinion until we see the new DCU movie. Like when Superman Legacy yeah. comes up, yes. James Gunn said that's where it yeah. starts, then we'll be good yeah. judge that. But, um, yeah, but that does, anyway, I don't want to get into that. Let's go into ratings. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Okay. Is this going to go on Instagram? Yes. Okay. So, the production designer of this movie, The Flash, said that the movie is so good that it'll make you forget about all the crimes that Ezra Miller committed. Yeah. So, our rating system will be, on a scale of what percentage of Ezra Miller's crimes did the movie make you forget out of 100, would you give the movie? So, I'm going to go and read my review on Letterboxd as my overall thoughts, and then it. I'll give my review. <laughs> So I say, it actually did make me forget about Ezra Miller's crimes a little bit. at the, no, at the Before no. the movie, I'm like, dude, he's out. There's no way they're bringing him back. And after the movie, I was like, ah, they should probably keep him. They can keep him. <laughs> keep him yeah. So I said, um, The Flash has, to, has one of the best premises for a comic book movie. And like Barry, Barry Allen's powers in the movie, the premise feels like it's explored to its fullest extent. It's a very satisfying, emotional, and introspective journey for Barry Allen's character. The, on the movie, the cut that we saw was unfinished, so the CGI is a little bit squirrely. Hopefully, they can fix that by the time the movie comes out. I hope I don't, you know, I don't know how prog- I don't yeah, know how yeah. progression in CGI works. Um, Keaton and Ezra are great. I Supergirl, we didn't even talk about her. She was fine. She I was liked solid. Her. I she liked was, yeah, no harm, no foul. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. And then I said overall, the entire movie is great. Maybe even fantastic, except for one sequence that didn't sit right with me at all. When you watch the movie, you'll know the sequence I'm talking about. And I'm curious to see how I feel after watching this again in June. I've never been excited to see a movie a second time so much. We, we didn't right? also see the end credit scenes, too. That's yeah. another thing. I don't know yeah. if we mentioned that. We didn't get to see yeah. that. So, honestly, it gives me something to look forward to for the yeah. second time. You know what I mean? So, I'm going to give this. I think for me, Ezra Miller just threw the chair at that woman for the first time. And then the other 89%, <laughs> I don't. I just forgot. So, I'm yeah, going to give yeah. it an 89%. Of Ezra Miller's crimes forgotten. Oh wait, okay. eighty no eighty nine Batman nineteen eighty nine. Yes, Batman nineteen eighty nine percent of Ezra Miller's crimes are forgotten. Boom, trademark. <laughs> so I thought this movie was phenomenal. I, you know, when I was with you guys when we go when we go see the uh, movie in theaters, I was probably the least excited to see it. Not because like I hate this movie. I was just like I was just hanging out with you guys, right? So I wasn't. I didn't have my expectations high, but. Bro, I saw that movie, and it was incredible, and everyone after me was clapping and cheering. Our other friend, Benny, who came with us, who uh, couldn't be here today, he he was walking up the stairs, because we all did sit in different places. He was like, oh my gosh, the movie was crazy. I'm like, that was insane. The movie was so fucking good. They handled the characters so well. Um, every single piece of plot was done perfectly. The writing was amazing. Like Johnny was saying uh, previously, every choice they made in the third act was phenomenal. They, they, they couldn't fuck up. They I, couldn't fuck just, up. Yeah, go ahead, say something. Note. In a lot of DC movies, I find myself going, why did they do that? Yeah. I didn't say that Not until once. like one time during the third act. What? Oh, you can't tell us. Yeah, I can't tell it. But bro, it was, it, was, it was great. I would actually give it, I'll, I'll, I'll give the crime thing, but I would actually give it the same percentage in 89 um, and 8.9. But I would give it, um, the only thing Ezra Miller did was uh, he might, might have kidnapped some kids, but it ended up just Jesus being, uh, just that, no, it ended up being goats because they're called oh, kids. Okay, good. They're called kids when they're Excellent. babies. Zach. <laughs> All right. Oh, jeez. I'm not going to get so dark. Um, Ezra Miller. You said a uh, flashback. <laughs> Ezra, okay. Uh, Ezra Miller, uh, their crimes that they committed. Um, I don't really remember any. I really loved this movie. Like, I totally don't remember Ezra he attacking killed my, he people. He killed my I, mother once. I don't, I don't remember. I don't. I, I, Ezra did that? Yeah, I don't know. Because acor- according to uh, uh, the production designer, you won't remember anything. And I love this movie so much. And I don't know if it's the first time that a rating system on the show has had this. I'm going to give it. I forgot 100%. Ezra's fully Ooh. innocent. Ding, ding. We, we, we've, we've had a we've couple had of times. For Batman, I think you and Danny gave it I think I gave it They didn't do anything. So... How about, the, how about so that's, so that's Ezra getting punched by Austin Butler in, in Japan? <laughs> no, it didn't actually happen. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, know. I know, that didn't happen. So, all right, all right cool. So, that, what, 8.9, 8.9, a 10. 
Oh my Ooh, fucking god, bro! What a banger! This is this so is gonna be the biggest year. one. This is the greatest year yeah. for movies. It's literally. I'm gonna give I'm it, you. This I'm is gonna, gonna get like a ten out of ten. All score. right. So total amalgamation. <laughs> I'm gonna give it uh, a nine point three five. No, it's gonna be a nine point five out of ten. No, it's not. Shut up. No, it's out of ten. Yeah. Boom. Trademark. It's awesome. Do whatever Incredible. you want with it. Guys, no. it was a nine out of ten. It would be nine. Thank you so That's much fair. for watching. This has been our spoiler-free yes. review of the Flash. But guys, take a look. Make sure you uh, check out our next video, or not our next, in a few videos. We're gonna have the full review of the Flash with spoilers after we see it, after the movie actually comes out. Yes, and keep an eye out for the box office prediction. And keep an eye out for the box office prediction. That'll come out sooner than the actual. Uh, Full, and uh, please podcast. give us views, likes. We need the money. Zach gets all That's the money. That's my line, dude. I am usually the one asking them for money. I'm begging for you. Guys, thank you much for watching. We'll see you on the next money. one. He They're more likely it. to Peace. give me money than you money. We'll be back in a flash. <laughs>